The rules for gremlins should all apply to Jenny's mom. Don't the- don't get her wet. Don't feed her after midnight. Uh, bright don't lights. Put bright light on her. Yeah. yeah. No, no bright light. <laughs> My mom is a lovely woman. Because <laughs> if it, if you do any of this, she will wreck your shit. <laughs> well, I did call her a bitch once, and she kind of turned into a uh, stripe. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's the one that dressed in drag in the second one. <laughs> Wow. Hey, Sailor. <laughs> I actually really like the second one. I think it's one of like the movie sequels that, like, I think people just give it a pass because it's a sequel, or they don't like it just because it's a sequel and it was sillier than the original, but I, I liked it because it was a lot <clears throat> more different than the original. I, I don't think I remember the second one. I remember not hating it, but it, I remember not being as good as the first one. Remember they were in the giant office building, and... Nakatomi Towers? Yeah, it's basically. Say, that's die hard. <laughs> and, like, there was also, like, different types of gremlins this time. There's, like, the electric one. There was the one that could, like, speak like a normal human. Uh, to the Pokemon. Yeah. There was the one that dressed in drag. Yeah. Was there the one that wore the mask of his dead mother's bones and cried at the moon? That was in, the, <laughs> that was in part three. Oh, okay. But there's a Hulk Hogan gremlins cameo. Gremlins three, electric boogalee. <laughs> Is that what that was? I'm surprised that nobody's tried to reboot this franchise yet. Or oh my god, they will. Don't give them the idea. I don't. I don't. Think and it's going to be all CGI gremlins. It's not I think. Be. I, I really liked the original uh, Gremlins mm-hmm. because number one, it's a it's a funny horror movie. It's a there's a lot of comedy involved. Mm-hmm. Number two, it really teaches a good lesson. Like white people fuck up some shit. <laughs> And they need to stop going into, like, little Asian towns and buying exotic pets. Right. And um, Culture appropriation can destroy right. your entire city. And number three, it's also a Christmas movie. Oh, that's Not true. just a comedy horror, but and also it, Christmas. It, it gets dark as shit in one dark moment. Dark as shit. Right. The whole Santa Claus story. Yeah. That's, like, the best thing. in any, Like, that's one of the best stories, anecdotes mm-hmm. to come out of any movie ever, I think. Like, 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 for three it. minutes, it's like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> shit just got real. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go Do back and watch it? this. Should we tell it, or should we just tell people if they don't remember, go back and I th- watch it? You know what, ones. I think, maybe we should put this on the short list for uh, movie night. Okay. Because we haven't done another movie night in a while. Yeah, yeah. It, it really should be like a Christmas movie, though. Yeah. Okay. We gotta do it in December. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. Nice. Gremlins. Woohoo! <laughs> Meantime, uh, welcome back to Bowsy Broadcast. <laughs> uh, hey, so I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Peter. And welcome to all of our new listeners from our contest and from, uh, you know, Red Vein. Red Vein. Because um, we have gotten a lot of new people added to the page lately. And thank you guys for getting us above 500 likes on our Facebook page. Like, we've yes. been trying to do this for like two fucking years. <laughs> We finally did it. Hooray. And, and Peter's celebratory picture was my favorite part of reaching Them titties. 500 likes. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we figured, I figured somebody was going to say, show us your boobs. So I, you know, volunteered. and Preempted. Yeah. 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 
And thank you to all of our sponsors from the contest. I probably should have done this on the last show, but yeah, thanks to everybody who participated and donated prizes yeah. for us to give away to bribe new listeners to the show. Because um, yeah, that it really made it more legitimate. So Red Vein Army, <laughs> Red Vein Buttonhead, Craft Boner, Shards Golden Goods, Itty Bitty Press, Grow Make Eat, Akuma Ram, Akuma Ram, and Partridge and a Pear Tree. I think that's it. I think we got. It I all. think we got them all this time. If we got it all in one list without saying a butt um or uh, I think we we just killed it. <laughs> we slayed that list, and that was memory. We don't have it written in front of us. Nope. There's no way for you to fact check that, <laughs> but it's the truth. Alternative facts. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, I. I remember Gremlins so well, since we were just talking about that. I I watched Gremlins with my son not that long ago. Oh, yeah? Did yeah. he like it? So, yeah, he loves it. And I think he watched the sequel without me. I'm not sure. But that was one of those things where I, you know, I appreciated getting to watch that movie with him and getting to talk to him about it. And mm-hmm. I, Times like that, my kid is great. Other times, <laughs> this fucking kid, man. <laughs> I gotta like, hear this. Just a massive disappointment. Like, beyond words. Okay? Um, I hinted around that we were going to this competition, the Odyssey of the Mind competition, mm-hmm. um, recently. Illuminati. The Illuminati competition, yeah. So this, this crazy-ass Illuminati competition, the kids are given a long-term problem that they have to work on for... It was It's been six months that they've been working on this. Mm-hmm. And... It's engine. They have to engineer a solution. Like it's all um, mechanical, science-based engineering, problem-solving. Mm-hmm. They have to do it as a team. There's a lot of teamwork involved. Six then, months. Are they planning a mission to the moon or something? Like, if I told you, if I explained to you what it was they had to do, they may have well been planning a mission to the moon <laughs> for kids to do this. And they're not allowed to have any kind of outside help. They can't get help from their parents or even from other friends who aren't on the team. So they can't come up to us and say, hey, we need a solution to this. They've got what, the internet, so... What do you, right. They're allowed to look at the internet and get ideas, and then they're allowed to ask grown-ups for help in, hey, we need a way to do this. Can you teach us how to do this? But it has to be something specific, like, we want to do woodworking. Can you teach us how to woodwork mm-hmm. so we can create something that can be used in our problem? Okay. And then once they have it all figured out what they're going to do, they have to present it. As a, they have to write a script and present it as a skit. Jesus. Before these judges. So there's acting, science, problem solving, math, teamwork, because they've all got to come together and do this on their own. And then there's improv, because ultimately something goes wrong in the mm-hmm. presentation. And you have to act your way out of it and make it work. <laughs> whether you get it to, like, whether it's like making, redoing something on the stage uh-huh. or. Even just explaining why it didn't work, but as a character in the skit, not as this kid going, I don't know what's wrong, guys, you know. (laughs) So it's really tough. So their team, they started their practices in October. They went to the regional competition in March, and they won first place at regionals. We were Mm -hmm. so proud of them. They did such a great job. And we're all like, yeah, you guys did it, woo! They get to go to state competition. State competition means... All of us parents have to drive like two hours away, mm-hmm. spend the, you know, and devote our weekend to making sure that these kids get there, mm-hmm. you know, that they've got everything they need from us. We're there to support them. Grandparents are there from out of town. All it's this kind stuff. of a big deal. It's a big deal. And we're all there to watch them. 
they do their performance and fucking shit the bed, man. Oh my god. And here's what happened. Like, they had to have these three vehicles operate and move across the stage. The first one goes and it gets messed up and didn't move where it was supposed to go. They don't redo it. They just stand there and shrug their shoulders and move on to the next one. (laughs) And they, I mean, they went on, they acted really well. It was Mm -hmm. the best that they had ever acted. But there was a problem, which they, they could have also manipulated and made it work a little bit better with another one of the vehicles where it got stuck in the track and they could have just jiggled the track a little bit and it would have mm-hmm. gone on to the end. But they didn't even try to do that either. They're just like, fuck it, well, we're not going to win. One of the kids kicked it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the kids kicked this track. And what it, it was so cool. It was a copper coil. Uh-huh. They ro- they got copper wire. They found this on the internet. You can create a, a um, like they call it like a battery train. Mm-hmm. You take a battery, put two special magnets on either end, and you run it through a copper coil, and it just, like, shoots straight through, like a like a train or some kind of electromagnetic. Mm-hmm. It's an electromagnetic battery that operates like a vehicle. Monorail, monorail. So, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, VB City Council. <laughs> so they spent, like, weeks wrapping this copper wire, wire around a dowel rod to create this perfect copper coil mm-hmm. to get it to work. And they didn't even bother to, like, jiggle the copper a little bit. They didn't even try. They didn't even try. No, they didn't try. And, like I said, they did act well. But then it, the competition's... O- their portion of the competition is over at 1230. Okay? And one of the parents says, Well, guess we don't have to stay till the award ceremony. <laughs> oh, god damn. The award ceremony is at 6.30. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Let's we just call it a day. Stay. Let's go. That way I get home. I'm not stuck in 95 traffic for an extra, you know, two hours or however long it is because idiots can't drive in Northern Virginia. Now, would you... And, is it looked as, like, a, a poor sport kind of thing if you left early and, like, didn't stay to, like, congratulate the winners? And that no, sort of because there are enough... Te- there are so many teams. There are so many kids there. There are five separate... So they had problem one. There are problems one through five Mm -hmm. that are all presented. And you get to pick which one you want. And then there are divisions one through four. Okay, so there's like tons of groups. From elementary school all the way up to college. Oh, Jesus. So there's like hundreds of people here. So so the state competition is gigantic. And there there are not a lot of um, college teams there. I think there was like one college team there. But... You're giving out problems one through five, divisions one through three. So five times three is fifty times regions. Right. Times however <laughs> many regions there are that come. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. So like his. his so they're not going to miss you. His division. They were competing against nine other teams. Okay. So they would not have noticed if they weren't there. It wouldn't okay. have been considered being a poor sport, especially because they know people have a long drive. Mm-hmm. And the award ceremony lasted until after nine o'clock. I mean, but like as an example for your teenage son to like say, you know what? We know you didn't win. Mm-hmm. You know you didn't win, but stay here and show your support. The kids wanted to stay. Oh my god! The parents wanted to drive home. The parents were tired. I had been up since seven. See, that's where I would be disappointed. Like right. I thought, I raised you to be a better asshole. Than <laughs> <laughs> Thought I raised he you to be to, lazy. I mean, come on. He didn't on. want to stay. Yeah. So, so he just said, "Well, we want to stay." And one of the kids said, "We want to stay. We could still get third. <laughs> and everybody looks at him. Third. Well, the parents all looked at each other. What, was that Ralph? Was that Ralph? It wasn't Ralph. No, I told you, Ralph is smart. <laughs> he looks like Ralph, but he's smart. 
Ralph actually went home with his parents. He was like, actual Ralph. Ralph was like, nah, we can go home. No. Peace out, bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but the other guy, um, like, his mom said to me, like, you know, for one thing, I'm just happy that he's optimistic, but for the other thing, I just hope he doesn't get trampled on for the rest of his life. Being this naive and and optimistic, thinking he's going to win awards. But, uh, so then the kids I was that kid once. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, the the rest of the kids did want to stay and did stay till the award ceremony started. And they even said, well, but, but moms, dads, we can all leave early. And we're like, what do you mean you can leave early? They're like, well... Once they announce problem one for our division, we can go. We're problem one, we're division two, it's not that long. So before it starts, this year they did something weird, which I've never seen before. They had a fucking parade. They made all the kids get in alphabetical order for their school names. God. All right? So all of a sudden, like, then Christian's like, parade? We don't have to do the parade. We'll just go sit with you. No, if we're staying here, you have to do the parade. You're doing this dumb parade. All right, so they do the damn parade, and then we have 45 minutes of thank yous and recognitions to judges and awards that oh have nothing to do God. with the actual award presentation. And everybody's just looking and for the near shotgun to then, blow their fucking brains exactly. out. <laughs> and then the director says to everybody, the way we're going to do this is start by announcing the third place team for each problem, and then the second place team for each problem, and then the first place team for... So we're going through all of these long lists uh-huh. rather than just like division one, division, you know, division of two, course. Two. So at that moment, so Christian is sitting with the kids who just went through the parade on the gym floor. I'm up on the bleachers and Christian starts texting me, mom, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, of course you're sorry now. I mean, but how are you guys going to get out of there if there's bleachers and there's exactly. crowds of people? Even if it was just one division and you leave, well, like you got to push through the crowd of people and be like, now you're the asshole who's like. Excuse me, excuse me, I'm getting the fuck out of here. We Please st- move. We still left early. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. We ended up, we, we still left early. We did wait to see who was announced the winner for their problem, and then we left. Which was still not that early, because, I mean, it was still... Another... You gotta sit through, like, three quarters of yeah. the fucking presentation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we got on the road, and I was driving um, not only him, but one of his friends home. And I'd take them, and we stopped to eat at Dairy Queen. <laughs> it was a good meal. <laughs> but I'm like, guys, why didn't you rerun that robot car? You know, and they're like, we didn't feel like it. I'm like, I didn't feel like staying here at this till the award ceremony. Right. But I did it. I didn't feel sh- like getting up you know? at fucking crack of dawn to drive your ass up here. <laughs> but we did it. Like, if well, if you're going to show up, you do it, you know? Right. Like, you spent six months on this fucking thing. And, and that was the thing. Then the next day, he was working on homework, and he wasn't doing a great job on it. And I normally wouldn't push him. I'd say, just do your best. But he did a shit job. And I was like, go ahead. Just half-ass your way for your, through your whole life. God damn. And then I stopped myself, and I was like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said I'm that. I'm turning into my mother. I am. I'm turn- <laughs> well, no, it's more my father, actually. He's the one who's concerned. But... I stopped and I was like, uh, let's talk about this here. I said, I, that was really passive aggressive of me. And I was like, I'm disappointed that you didn't try harder at your competition. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but we didn't want to keep going with it. I'm like, you weren't getting to the nationals. You know, you weren't going to win nationals and go on. All we wanted to do was see you try your best. Yeah. You know? And it was just so obvious that they didn't try. And it was try. obvious that you didn't try. I said, do you think it was okay? He said, well, we all memorized our lines. <laughs> bitch (laughs) 
<laughs> but but so it it was pretty savage of me to make the like half-assed your way through life comments and you know telling him hey like this is the first time I've ever said I'm disappointed. But you know I think it's better that you said I'm disappointed that you didn't try harder because I mean not everybody's going to give him a break in life. Did, you know. Did, does he listen to the show because he's starting to sound like me when I was that age? <laughs> he does not listen to the show. Dude, I still love him. I won't let him listen to this shit. Like, <laughs> my like I half-assed everything sure, when I was sure, a teenager. Sure, why don't I have my son listen to me tell stories about slurping cheese sauce off a guy's dick? So that sounds like a great <laughs> But I, I half-assed everything when I was a teenager, and that's just... I, I, I don't know if it's a teenage boy thing or... It's, it's just, just us a too. Thing. And and that's why, like, I've gotten to this point with him where I was pushed a lot when I was a kid. I was pushed to do my best in school. And but that's I the thing. A, if you like, get pushed, you push back. Like, that, that's, right. that's what I did. That's exactly what happened. I was an excellent student through high school. Like, I mean, I had a brilliant GPA, like, you know, top, upper levels of my class. But I got out of high school, and I just let, like, nosedive. Well, nosedive. with me, and it was... And it was, you know, I was in my 30s till I started to get my shit together. And I, I mean, I'm never going to have my shit together. You don't have your shit together now. No, of course not. In but high, it's a little bit better. In high school, I always scored really high on the standardized tests. Mm-hmm. So, like, the counselors and my parents were always like, yes, you know, like, you know, like, you're really smart. Well, why aren't you doing better, like, in your regular classes? And I'm like... Because I don't fucking care. Like, Yeah. Right. Well, that's what happens with Christian. Like, he does pretty well on standardized tests. His grades are decent, but they're not awesome. And you, um, but you have a conversation with him and he seems brilliant. Yeah. You know, like he's kind of wise beyond his years and very, you know. Right. I mean, it could just be that he's just like, just kind of tired of doing this because this is an extracurricular thing. Right. It's not a school thing. Right. So, I mean... But I've told him, like, I don't want to push him. Like, I'm not going to tell him that he has to do all kinds of activities and get the best grades in the world. He needs to do his best. And if he does his best, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't expect him to be able to get into Harvard or Yale or even fucking Old Dominion University. You know? As long as he is satisfied with his performance, and if he wants to go to college after school, which I have told him is a good idea, but still mm-hmm. doesn't have to... He can start with community college if he doesn't get into a four-year school. Right. You know, we'll, we'll perfectly good option. Yeah. There's no reason why. And if you're not going to try hard in community school, then, you know. Well, now that Haley's home, I can talk shit about her, I guess. But <laughs> I kind of had a, well, not a similar problem, but, you know, it's along the same sort of lines. It's like, I tried to get her to go to community college and just take the more affordable option for the first two years. But she got a scholarship to ODU, mm-hmm. and it was basically paying for most of it other than, like, books and some, you know, extra things like that. And apparently she came up a couple credit hours short for the first year. And I was like, well, talk to your guidance counselor, who, you know, advisor, whoever it is that you talk to about these kind of things at school, and see if you can take a summer class or something and make up for it or something. And she's just like, I don't really care. I'm kind of done with it. And I was like... You you were getting free fucking money right. to go to a university. Right. Like I understand, like why you you passed up community college to go to the university because you were getting all this free money. It was basically making it the cost of community college to right. go to university. So that makes sense. But like you hit one little bump, and then it's like, 
eh, right. I give up. I, I used to opt out of honors classes because I wanted to be in classes with my friends instead of the classes that right. I was supposed to right. be in. Well, and it's a lot easier, too. He, But he made some decisions. He had to register for high school classes, and he was like, Mom, I don't want to do honors English. He's He's done honors English all through middle school. And part of me was like, you should do honors English because you are so good at reading and analyzing literature. But he's not a good writer, and he knows it, and he mm-hmm. knows, and it's really hard for him. So I said, okay, you don't have to do that. But he's also taking geometry as, or not geometry. Um, he'll be taking algebra two next year as a freshman, and he'll be in the advanced science class, and he's taking Latin. So I mean, um, he's not like a so right. He's not waste slacking of off completely, <laughs> and he's gotten he's getting he's getting for the most part B's, which is. Like I said, I was a kid that was pushed so hard that... <laughs> you said pushed hard. I, well, I would bring home a report card with, like, you know, all A's and a B, and my dad would be like, what happened? What's that B? You know? So for me... B's nuts. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I never said B's nuts to my dad, or B's nuts to my dad. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I have to, like, adjust and be like, it's okay to get B's. It's okay to get C's. You know? Especially if he's not trying to get mm-hmm. into a four-year school right out of high school. You know? Yeah. Just do your best. Unlike this podcast. Oh. <laughs> I talk too long. It's my fault. I got, a, I got a good anecdote about not doing your best in high school. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and you can do that okay. after, the, after the break.
Okay, so throughout high school, I took four creative writing classes, and... Nerd. <laughs> Stop it, me too. Only I did too. <laughs> but only because there was a cute guy in there that I wanted to... You're kidding. I'm, I'm not. Well, only half kidding. I don't want to hijack his story. <laughs> I, I, I took them because, to, for me, it was, they were easy classes. Mm-hmm. And... Also throughout high school, I would frequently show up to class really high. Um, yes, and hiding your weed and your jinkos. Exactly. <laughs> so second period rolls around. I'm pretty tired, and I, I would always show up to creative writing class and just fall right asleep. And I would, they would give us like uh, some kind of premise or some kind of assignment for what we're supposed to write about, and I would do some bullshit. And my teacher loved it, like, everything that I gave her. And I was just like, I'm not even trying, lady. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, like, you know, like, I would purposely write a poem that made no sense. And then she'd be like, oh, well, Peter, like, I could see that this is about, like, you know, your search for love or whatever. I'm like, I just put shit together that, like, that just sounded good. I'm like, so anyway, uh, fourth year of creative writing... Uh, we were supposed to put out a literary journal, and uh, she was asking people to not, to nominate themselves to, to be editor of the literary journal. And I didn't fucking care. I didn't even ask. So, like, I just, you know, show up to class, fall asleep. She decides to put me in charge of the literary journal. The guy who shows up to class stoned and falls asleep every day doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't even try it with his writing, but... The teacher loves his writing so much. I made enemies because of that, because uh, we became friends later on. But my friend Sherry at the time, she was like, that fucking asshole. Like, I've been campaigning for that position this for like weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this guy who's like never even awake during class gets hit and he didn't even ask for it. And like I didn't find out about this later until later I was like oh my god I'm so sorry like <laughs> I, I, I didn't even want it I was just like I, I, I don't even sorry sorry not sorry <laughs> <laughs> but that that was the weird thing like I constantly turned in writing where like I wasn't even trying and and she loved it and that's kind of been like my whole trajectory as a writer since then where like I'm not really trying that hard, and people seem to like it. But when I do try hard, then I don't like it, and I mm. will mm-hmm. put it away. Because you have a higher expectation of your own, right? You right. know, like you're, and I get that way too. I have a really hard time on creative projects um, because when I look back at it, I hate myself. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to get too dark, guys. Like, like <laughs> I meant when I look back at it, I start to fap, and then I can't continue. Well, that's that's why it takes me so long to do. <laughs> That's why it takes me so long to do blogs for our show because, like, yeah. like I'll write them, then I'm sitting there reading it, and I'm like, "This is shit. This is bullshit. This sucks." Aww. And then, 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 like, I just and then you I'll write tell Jenny. Shit. Then, yeah, then I'll tell Jenny to just like give me like a Shia, just to like you know, kick kick me <laughs> in the ass. Do it. <laughs> it's like fine. I'll find there. It sucks, but you guys have it. And then everybody's like, "Oh, this is great." And I'm like, "Yes." Yeah, like, you've never uh, written a bad blog for Mally Broadcast ever. They're all great. I'm gonna link to some of them in the show notes. <laughs> I'm working on one on one now about Star Wars, and I like my temporary title that I have for it. It's 
for the, for the moment, it's called pounded it in pounded in the butt by the Force Awakens in Rogue One. <laughs> you gotta leave that title. Wow. It, it doesn't. It, <laughs> the article is not about being pounded in the butt at all. It's just I liked the way that that looked. <laughs> well, just leave it. It's fine. <laughs> you probably shouldn't listen to my advice. <laughs> I've been writing one for a while, and I just... My problem isn't that. It's just, like, I can't sit down and, like, find the time to focus on it and concentrate, because I'm always doing, like, 20 other fucking things. But, like, I totally get that the whole thing with, like, the creative process and, you know, like... I mean, at work every day, like, I do a design for something, and I think it looks fucking great. I'm like, this is a... This is a fucking slam dunk home run, motherfucker. Like, let's do it. And then my boss is like... No, this is shit. And then I take him something that's like half-assed, half-done, and this is perfect. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta finish it. You don't understand. This is a rough draft. I gotta finish it. No, you don't understand. Like, you hit a home run here with this piece of shit. (laughs) Is it like Don Draper and, uh, what's her name? Fucking Peggy Peggy? Olsen? Uh, (laughs) no, because he doesn't take any of my great ideas. He he likes the shit ones. He doesn't try to take credit for any of my good ideas. He just takes the shit ones and goes with those. And I'm like, for for me, self-esteem is also a factor because I'll approach a topic and then I'm like, who the fuck cares what I have to say about this? Like, that's what I say about this show every fucking week and I'm still doing it. (laughs) Oh my God. So, listeners, please let us know if you give a shit. Let us know, because otherwise we're sitting here like, why the fuck do we do this? Actually, you know what? That happened to me this week. Um, John, how do you say his last name? Busso? Busso. Busso? Yes. Um, John was like, hey, this Red Vein panel podcast you released, it's great. And I was like, it is? <laughs> oh, really? Because although I had fun doing that, like I had a great time doing that, um, I took on the editing by myself, and it was, oh, like, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. I knew it was going to be really hard, but then I was, like, hard doing it, and I was like, it's so much harder than I thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, at the, like, by the time I was publishing it, I was like, part of me wishes I hadn't done this because it was so much work. And then I got his message, and I was like, wait, I'm glad. I am glad I did it. And you feel the reward for doing something. And it's just because one person told me that they liked it. Right. And I'll I'll, I'll say this about John. Uh, (laughs) He meant it. If he didn't like it, he wouldn't have said anything. No, I could tell he meant it. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. Yeah, so I was really, I was just really um, happy to hear that. And, like, you know what? Like, Dr. Gary, Mm -hmm. you know, writing a blog about us and... And um, sharing our things like that. Yeah. Like, those little things, it means so much because you can tell, like, this person wouldn't take the time to do this. Right. If they didn't mean it. And it, it's nice to know that we're not just sitting here listening to our own voices yeah. jerking off our, to ourselves. We're... I mean, I do, though. <laughs> yes. It's okay. I'm doing you know. that right now. We're all narcissists. It's true. <laughs> I mean, because I've, you know, I've thought about it. It's like, well, you know, if nobody likes the show, if nobody listens to it, if it's not... We could just chat. We could just right. do a Google Hangout chat right. and the, not the fucking th- publish it every the week. The three of us could FaceTime, make each other laugh, and say, see you next Tuesday, and not record it, yeah. and not put it out there. And But, but I've, some I, people I, seem to like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been told by friends that they enjoy the dynamic that the three of us have and enjoy listening to us and actually get kind of worried or like... Or feel empty when there's like not a new episode during a oh. week, and then it's just like, well, we were lazy or. <laughs> 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 well, sk- 
you know, shit happens sometimes where like we just can't record one week because right. the you know kids are visiting or somebody's out of town or right, whatever. Right. Well, so. like this, like the past month was hard. Like Peter and I both moved. Jenny had a con to go to, and mm-hmm. she bought a new car. Like there's a lot of stuff was happening in all of our personal lives. Yeah. So I think we went a week on a break, and then even last week wasn't. You had our, the red vein. It, it was red vein, but it wasn't our typical content, so it would be different from what our listeners would expect. Um, so yeah, we we try. I think what we're saying is we appreciate our listeners. <laughs> we do we love you all very we much, do. and that's why we had that contest. Yes. Yeah. And congratulations to um, Chachi. Chachi. Uh, Scott Bayo was here. Yes, Scott Bayo. <laughs> he won Bayo the one. He won the Red Vein haunted house tickets. Um, and Anthony and Tanya James. Yep, Tony and Freak's wife. Yeah. Yep. So congratulations, yeah. prize winners. We should do this again sometime though. Like I want to do another prize. We got to do something different because Facebook definitely jacked oh up our shit. Oh my god! Yeah. I don't want to get into the details of it, but like we like we tested like how to do the contest and like. Just the process of how it would work, mm-hmm. and then Facebook just kept fucking things even, up. Well, and I know several people were sharing things, like, and even Jason told me he was inviting, he didn't share our link, but he was directly inviting yeah. all of his friends to like our page. Some of them liked it, but none of them went and tagged him for right. having recommended him. And then he, so tried he couldn't to, get an entry. He tried there. to invite people to the event so that right. they could see the event and participate, and, um, it was blocking him. Him and Justin Lowe both right. were getting blocked from inviting anybody to the, the event. Right. Justin actually got a people, to, a couple people to participate. Um, I, I'm not sure if Jason did, but you know, he said he didn't get trying. anybody to get to participate in the contest itself, but he got people to like the page. Right. But you can't see who referred them when that happens. Right. There's no way to really track that. I think next time I'll just do something like a standard. Good old fashioned fill in your name, mm-hmm. at email address sort of thing. And then right. just, you know, and maybe still do the referral thing, like who referred you. And then I'll just dump it all to an Excel sheet sort of thing and count yeah. the names, you know. So or we could do a special like um, make it that you actually have to listen to the episode. I've thought about doing that. Put like, some kind of a clue in the episode. Here's the clue. Yes. If you like hear it, the code post, word. Yeah, the code word thing. is this posted on our page. Um, and see what happens, you know. And then I I really liked one of the... Uh, because everybody... We talked last week about the lip sense. Um, everybody's doing all these parties now. Like LuLaRoe parties and 31 parties and lip sense and all this shit. So one of them that I was in did a scavenger hunt. And to get people to, to be have an entry into the contest, you had to go through all these multiple steps. It was like... Go here, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go here, subscribe to my Instagram. And then Instagram led you to the next thing. And so you will rope everybody in to, like, all of the things. Like, you know, subscribe to our channel, do all that shit, and then you you get entries into the contest. I like that. So we'll work on something. let's wait, like, four or five months before we do something else. Yeah, because good God. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Christmas, because Christmas would be a good time to, like, have gifts and stuff to to give out to people, you know. I hate Christmas time. I fucking hate Christmas, too, but that's why we need something to make it, like, fun and not annoying. (laughs) Let's do, like, the summer solstice. That's that's too soon. We'll talk about it off the air, though. (laughs) Let's do some other random pagan holiday. Halloween, like, tricks and treats. (laughs) Actually, I like this. Okay. I like that. Halloween. Halloween sounds good. Because we're the tricks. We'll give you treats. And we're right at the halfway to Halloween mark. Yeah, exactly. Just like that spring a party that 
Red Vein's throwing coming up soon. Nice. Check that out. Nice plug. It's going to be a good time. Oh, speaking of plugs, too, I almost forgot this one. Tidewater Comic Con is coming up. Tidewater Comic Con! Tidewater Comic Con! Tidewater Comic Con! So, uh, I might even have a commercial to play by the time this show comes out, so... Wait, it would have already played during our break? Yeah. Timey yeah. wimey. <laughs> Whatevs. Uh, Tidewater Comic Con is the same weekend as Donkey Sauce Weekend. Donkey Sauce Weekend. Everything great is happening the weekend of May 14th. Mm-hmm. So um, come out to Tidewater Comic Con. Come pour Donkey Sauce on us. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. You have to subscribe. You have to be a Patreon. And you have to pour it from a receptacle, not your own body. <laughs> That's true. You can't spit donkey sauce into my mouth. Oh! Oh, God, no. You can't baby bird me any donkey sauce <laughs> off of your tongue or your dick. I'm not okay with that. This just got awkward. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. I'm we sure need to wrap it up anyway. We need to wrap it up. <sighs> <laughs> Peter's face palming. That was a really intense face palm. He was so much of a face palm that he had to, like, bend over. It was like... Uh, like, it just knocked the wind out of him. <sighs> Alright, so go to mouthybroadcast.com, check out our blogs and shit. The awesome blogs that Peter writes. Um, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Mouthy Broadcast. Give us a call at 757-541-CUNP. And we'll see you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. 